What's up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, your number one source for girl group content, and for the foreseeable future, your number one source for Boys Planet content. I am your host, Fog Raw, and as you can tell this week, Justin is not with us because he is on a tiny vacation in Florida right now, but he'll be back next week. It's kind of weird not having him here, but I'll get you caught up on as much news as I can think of right now. The biggest news of the day is it's Haywon's birthday, my bias from InMix. So, good job, Haywon. You made it to another year. Also, fun fact, I am now part of the first generation InMix Answers because I joined their fan club that they recently just opened, like, beginning of this week. So, got it on the ground floor. Super hyped. Next thing up is I got to buy one of those cool light sticks with the whale in it. Or, as Nikki call it, a very big fish. I'd also like to give a shout-out to Tessa R., and STE on YouTube, who are a couple people who found our podcast through our YouTube reviews of Boys Planet. I really appreciate you guys like updating us on some unknown information and behind the scenes stuff we weren't aware of. So shout out to you guys. I love hearing your opinions on the show and what you think so far. It's always good to hear from our listeners. As far as like comebacks and stuff that have happened, I don't remember if we talked about this previously or not, but as you guys probably know, time is not linear here on the podcast. So... One like comeback I've really liked lately, because it's a boy group I've been into, is T and X, Love Never Dies, which is like a little EP thing they put out. 10 out of 10, favorite little EP, album, whatever you want to call it, that's come out this year. I listen to it front to back all the time. So if you've not listened to that, check that out. And they're actually a boy group through P Nation, which is the company that Psy started, so that's pretty cool. Another group I've really been into lately, since they debuted, is 50-50. And they're a girl group that debuted... Well, last year now, and it's a four-member group, and they had a new comeback on the 24th called Cupid, which is really good. I really love their style of music. Whoever writes the music does a great job because it's pretty good. It's really chill, super nice to listen to. Um, what else we got here? Oh, Cherry Bullet announced they're having a comeback. They dropped a teaser for that the other day. Pretty sweet. Can't wait for that. We love Cherry Bullet on this channel or podcast, whatever you want to call it. YouTube channel, podcast, same thing. Twice is getting ready for a comeback, so that's always exciting. Another one of my personal favorite groups is getting ready to have a comeback. It's like this cool western theme thing going on. And that's Pixie. So I'm excited for that. Even though they've gone through some lineup changes. So that never really bodes well for the future of groups, but we'll see what happens. And in other news, super random, saw today that Billy has been invited to be one of the artists at South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas this summer. So that's kind of cool. I saw that, so I went to the actual site to look up, like, what other groups are coming. Because sometimes they have, like, a little special stage night for just K-pop-related groups. And I really didn't recognize any of the groups. I know Lucy's going to be there. That's a boy group that's recently come out. So if you're into them, they're going to be in South by Southwest. And then uh, one of our favorites on the channel, Lauren from The Black Label. You may know him as the guy playing the guitar in Rose's music video. He's going to be there, so that's kind of cool. He makes some pretty good music. But... Don't know if I'll be able to see that. I wish I could, though, because that'd be a pretty cool experience. But yeah, that about does it for the news. Uh, Justin's not here to give his opinions on anything, so I'm assuming he agrees everything I said was accurate and awesome. But with that covered, now we can get into the remaining stages that happened on Episode 4 of Boys Planet. So here we go. Before getting to this week's stages, I'll just remind you that last week, for those of you who didn't see it or are behind... They started doing the position battle stages, and the first group to go was the very nice group. Then they did the kill this love group, 
And then they did one of the Love Me Right groups, which saw Jay kill it in vocals. But then it was able to leave us on a cliffhanger for this week's episode, where they showed like Huey and the rest of his Korean group crying because, you know, something terrible happened, blah, blah, blah. Never turns out to be that way, but that's how we left off episode three. So to start episode four, we have Minhyun, who's the host guy right now for these stages, who actually used to be a member of the group 101, who was formed on a produced series like this. And he introduced that the next stage was going to be burned up by 101. So of course, everybody like was clapping and applauding, and he went out and did a little, you know, dance to it like he did back in the day showing the guys he still got it so that was a pretty cool moment and then we got introduced to like the groups that were competing and the first group they went into detail about because they always have like this crazy backstory behind how terrible everybody was or they struggled before they just come out and be perfect so you have to do that and it was the g group and all the people in those groups g group and k group actually were either one or two stars so there wasn't a lot of power in this one. They were kind of more on the lower end of, I guess you'd say, skill or talent or however you want to categorize it. Then it showed him kind of doing little practice things. And K, he did really good on his rapping part. So everyone was really impressed with that. Run, you kept messing up the dance that they had to do. And this is maybe the first time I'd ever seen the dance teacher guy. I forgot what his name was right now kind of get like mad because the guy like just didn't understand what he was doing wrong so he'd like slow it down and show him how to do it slowly and he did it right but as soon as they sped it up he like messed it all up and he was getting really mad about it so we kept doing it over and over and over again um spoiler he never ended up getting it right so there's that <laughs> shun how was really bad so it made him super sad because he like couldn't like get the vibe of whatever's going on so there's you know honestly in this entire episode there's a lot of crying a lot of crying. Very emotional for a lot of these guys. But he was kind of not getting it for a little bit. So we had opened up on a sad note. Then they actually got to their performance. And you know, honestly, for what they had to work with, I didn't think they did terrible. It wasn't an awful performance. There was a lot of voice cracks when they had to hit like some higher notes. But, I mean, it happens. But this was, overall, I thought a pretty decent stage. It was funny, though, because the best parts of any of these shows are seeing the like little instructor or whatever they're called mentors make their faces when someone messes up or something doesn't sound good i love it it's the best they just like cut away to them in their faces just like in shock or disappointment um but yeah so g group didn't do too bad then we get into the k group and so yoon and sungho both of them said that they lacked in confidence and they just cried a lot. Like, this is before they even started practicing. Like, they were crying before they even started doing anything. And they're like, oh, I'm not confident. Or, I don't think I can do this. And they're just bawling their eyes out. So that was a great way to start off the performance. Or, not performance, sorry. The practice. Um, that was for the vocal stuff. We didn't even get into the dancing stuff yet. Because once they got to the dancing stuff, Seiyun didn't want to dance because he said he hurt his ankle the day previously. So we just kind of sat around and moped around. And the little dude that was like their leader was getting angry with him because he kept like disappearing even though he said his like ankle hurt and he couldn't dance and he's like well sit here and at least do the hand gestures you know you can get those kind of down and like have the timing and stuff but he kept disappearing so everybody was um kind of mad about that especially the leader guy but then of course they get to the stage and they perform their stage and miraculously everybody did great even the guy that hurt his ankle and didn't dance the entire time he was perfect it was amazing just that classic Mnet editing right there. 
The vocals on this one are much better than the G group vocals. And I've got to say, after watching all these performances, I think K group's got a little advantage just overall starting out in the vocal category. Because a lot of their guys seem to be a lot more trained vocally to hit certain notes than the guys in the G group are. The big takeaway from this was that uh, Ho Jin did a really good job. He killed it, so good for him. It's always good when there's one guy who like really shines and everyone's like, yeah, this guy's like super good. Instead of being like, you know, the G groupers is kind of like, okay, these guys are here and they didn't mess up, so that's good. Um, spoiler alert, K group won. Also, spoiler alert, K group won all of these. It was just a, a landslide of victories for the Korean groups in this episode. I think at the end it even said that K-Group kind of won all of them. I think there was six stages, I want to say, if I remember correctly. And the G-Group only won one of them. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of one-sided. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So, the one-on-one burned up stage was Sunghan, Ho Young, Ho Jin, Sanyeon, Kwon Young and Min Hyuk, and that was the K group. I might have just messed it up. It says the G group, but that's the K group. The G group was Yutaka, Chin Yo, Hyo, Kai, Xing Yang, Riku, and Shun Ho. So that was the burn it up stage. Overall, you know, I don't think any of the stages are ever really bad. They build them up to be like they're terrible, like they can't perform and stuff, but they all end up being fine. So I don't know why. They always have these little backstory things of everybody struggling and being sad. I guess it's to build tension to see if they're really going to be good on stage or not. I don't know. So the next stage after that was the BTS Danger stage. And this time I'll give you the people who were in it before I talk about it. And first off, they talked about the G group, who was Yu Gang, Dong Dong, Itsuki, Takudo, my boy, Yan Hong, Yang Jun, and Yuto. So this was the last group built out of the remaining G member group people so i mean this is like literally the bottom of the barrel like the devil's cut like it was like they didn't have a choice they just got put together the whole thing from the very beginning was there was just a very sad and depressing atmosphere because everybody did not believe in themselves and they were super sad and then it turns out i don't know they think the leader guy Yu gang was a tough leader and so they weren't happy about it specifically one guy in general wasn't so it made everybody down, brought the whole atmosphere down. They didn't even practice. They just sat in like a closet and talked about their emotions and feelings because it was that bad. Then finally it comes out, you know, everyone's just feeling the pressure. and They wanted to perform well and do good for the show and all this stuff because they thought maybe it'd be the last time to perform on the show. So they want to do good. And after that, they hugged it out and everything became better. So there we go. That's always good. They ended up started training. Everything was going good. The one thing I thought was really weird about this is this is like the one little back scene story that they did where they did not show the mentor training scenes at all. Like there's no vocal coaches there. There's no dancing coaches. It was just them practicing or I guess not practicing and talking about their feelings. So that was kind of interesting to me. I don't know why they did that. Unless maybe that just overshadowed how bad they were in vocals and, and like dancing. I don't really know. Kind of interesting. Then they did the performance. And you know, to be, you know, to be honest, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was not bad. Yu Gang actually did really great. Everybody did pretty good. There was a little, some vocal problems, but I mean, that happens. Um, but no, that's overall, it's a really good stage. Unless like, I actually thought when I saw it, unless the K group comes out and just blows it away, 
that I thought they would actually win this stage because it was a pretty good stage. This might be the only one that I saw where I thought that the G group probably should have won and they ended up not winning. But what are you going to do? So next we have the K group stage. And that was Dayel, Jiho, Wusuk, Ichen, Minhyuk, Sanghwan, and Junso. This was the first time in a little mentor session that I saw where the coaches actually were kind of getting mad because people were messing up. You don't normally see that. We've actually talked in the past about how we feel like the judges are a little softer on the boy groups than they were on the girl groups when we watched Girls Planet. But they actually got kind of mad in this episode. So that was something I wasn't used to seeing. I was kind of shocked. Um, but I mean, hey, constructive criticism is always good. It's mainly because the members were forgetting their parts. And it it was like, not that they were forgetting their parts, but it was like certain things, like they didn't memorize their lines. They didn't know where they're supposed to be at. They just kind of seemed like they weren't taking it seriously in the eyes of the mentor guys or coaches. So they were getting kind of mad at them. But then they went through the little practices. You know, everyone was kind of down like always because you know, got to build up to a big finale here. And they did their stage, and it was actually really good, too. They both did pretty good, G Group and K Group. Sung Hwan especially did really good. Um, but like I said, I thought the G Group should have won this one, and then K Group ended up winning. I don't know. Don't know if it's rigged. Don't know if the fans just want to vote for the K Group or what, but I felt like it was kind of not a fair shot for the G Group in this one. Because, I mean, they both made mistakes. It wasn't like they were both perfect, but it is what it is. Next up, we had the Stray Kids Backdoor Group. And for this one, they talked about the K group first. But the Stray Kids Backdoor team was Jiwoo, Yujin, Yunso, Minsung, Taerae, Jinhyun, and Jungwoo. And really, the only thing to think about from this little montage thing is knowing that Han Yunjin got picked on again by the dancing guy. And he was actually kind of mean to him. I guess he just, I don't think he like expects a lot from him, or he doesn't think he's living up to his potential or what, but he was actually kind of mean to him. And I know everyone like loves that dude, like I see stuff about him all the time and people talking about him on like online, but he got picked on a little bit, that's pretty much all that happened in this group. Then they went out and performed and they did a great job, like it was like a really, really good performance. It's one of those things where I'm like, man, like, you know, these guys could probably just debut as a whole group right now. So they killed it. And then once that happened... I was like, you know what? Unless G Group just comes out here and is like unbelievable, K Group's got this in the back because that was just a really great performance. But then they got into the G Group and they did their little like backstory thing, and that's Camden, Ricky, Brian, Jin Yu, Junlan, Christian, and Xiaobo. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And to be honest, from the beginning, they showed them like doing the little evaluation by their fellow idols and stuff. And from the beginning, it was kind of a mess. Like, it wasn't very good. They looked pretty bad. There also was a part where they decided to change the killing part from Christian to Ricky because the little mentor guys weren't happy with how Christian was in the beginning when he entered into, like I guess, the camera of the performance, and they said it was too feminine. So they ended up changing it to Ricky to give it a stronger masculine vibe, I guess. So that happened. Also, during that moment, they were, like, talking about who should be, 
like the center guy or the main killing part and all this stuff and they were like discussing if they should change it or not and Christian really didn't want him to and then everyone's like oh yeah you know we should try it out just to see and all this stuff and he was like super butthurt about it but the weirdest part of the whole thing was there's a whole moment where like Camden, Christian, Ricky and another dude were talking to each other in perfect English like they didn't even sound like they had like accents or anything just perfect English it was the weirdest thing ever so they were like talking spoke to each other completely in English and then went back to talking in like their other language like it was the weirdest thing ever I didn't understand that it almost seemed like it was like dubbed over like it was just that weird I don't know so if anybody else saw that let me know in the comments what you thought about that because that's kind of strange to me like it was like I don't know because there's like some shows where they like try to say stuff to like get a point across but it's kind of like broken English or, like not great but these guys spoke like perfect English, like me talking to you right now. So it's kind of weird to me, but it is kind of cool knowing apparently they can all speak just great English. I don't know. But then they went up and did their stage. They kind of looked like they were dressed to go perform at the SM Town Winter Palace Festival Save the World performance that we saw in January. Because they had like all white and like ski goggles and jackets and stuff on. But they actually did a pretty good job, too. I definitely was not as good as K-Group, because K-Group, like, that was just an automatic win unless, you know, G-Group came out and was just amazing. But moral of the story is, Ricky killed it, of course. We knew that from the beginning of us talking on the show. Ricky's the man. I don't know why the judges were so surprised that he was really good, because this is stuff we've been knowing for a while now. But they were all impressed with Ricky. Ricky did a great job. Then I don't remember if I mentioned earlier, but they have, at the end they have like the little position battles and they line up each guy at each position and they like get awarded points and whoever gets the most points obviously like won their position battle. And then the overall team had a win after that. All of them were not too shocking, but the one that was super crazy was Jiwoon versus Camden because Jiwoon got 259 votes and Camden got 19. He literally beat him by 240 votes. Like that's ridiculous. That might be the biggest lopsided voting thing I've seen on the show so far because it was pretty bad but that does it for the Stray Kids backdoor stage also I'm not going to lie there's a couple dudes on the backdoor stage for the K group that were like unbelievably good like one dude looked like he just belonged in the group like belonged in Stray Kids the Jungwoo guy killed it he had his little headband on awesome I'm pretty sure it's Bang Chan but that they did great Next up, we had the NCT Dream Hot Sauce stage. If you don't know, NCT Dream Hot Sauce is a freaking banger. Everyone should go look it up if they've never heard it. So the first group they talked about was a G group, and that was Nice, Jinshan, Chin Liang, Shi Yan, Ali, Osuke, and Tui. Pretty sure I pronounced those pretty bad, but sorry about that. Now, at the beginning, Osuke is like a little tiny guy compared to the rest of them, but he was put as the leader of the group. And he was really struggling to lead the group because if you looked over, the other group was already like in the middle of practicing their dance choreos. And like they were really into it. Like they were really far ahead of these guys. So Ollie came and he's kind of like the secret leader because he, he's actually one of the younger members in the group. But he really helped out the group and like learning the dances, learning everything. He actually spoke a lot of English, which is really crazy. Apparently, just everybody speaks English in the show, which is kind of blowing my mind. But. He came and helped out. So that was good. They kind of bonded over that and everything. Eventually they got their stuff together. And of course the performance wasn't bad. Because it never is. So I'm glad they actually ended up doing good. Especially since they struggled so much compared to the K group. When they came out to begin the show. 
And Ollie did really great. And we remember Ollie from the first, like, intro stages. So if you guys remember him, he was really good. We really liked him. So, yeah, G Group did good. Then they went and they talked about the K Group, which was Donggon, Doha, Wu Jin, Park Hanbin, Hyunbin, and Jihoo. And moral of the story in this one is Hanbin is apparently just a god among boys out here because he just did everything. I don't know if you guys have ever heard us talk about how Soyeon, an idol, just takes over and does everything for the group just to make sure everything's like perfect. That was Hanbin in this. Dancing, singing, vocals, all that stuff. He just kind of babied everybody, took them on his back. It's like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the choreography. We're doing it perfect this way and all this stuff. And then they did their little interim dancing for the other groups. And all the other groups are blown away. They're like, wow, is this not the you know group ready to debut right now? Like These guys are amazing. Like Everything's on point. Everything's great. The only thing I can say that was really a problem was Dungon. He was kind of rough singing-wise, which is kind of weird because his singing was kind of off, but at the same time, he had like a high note he had to do, and he like actually did a really good job. So that was kind of weird. But overall, they did really great. Everyone was really impressed with the Hanbin. He like blew everybody away. And, I mean, honestly, I don't know. They were really good. I don't really have any complaints. Like I said, the one guy's vocals were kind of rough, but... Other than that, Hanbin is a is the man out here. Like he can really do everything. So I'm fully expecting him to make it into the next level here and really show what he's made of coming into his next performance stages. But then after we have hot sauce, we have the bell of the ball, the big one that we left off on a cliffhanger last week, which of course they didn't show at the beginning of this week because they never did for some reason. And that was a K group performing Love Me Right by EXO. And this was like the first group that got picked because if you don't remember us talking about it last week the person with like the highest view rating on like the little stage thing got to pick their entire team and of course um Hotek or Huey is the one who won so this is like the first team picked out of every member that was available to be picked from the K group so he got the single his ultimate team that he wanted for this and this group was Hotek Sobin, Gyuvin, Jonghyun, Yedam, Sungmin, and Korea sweetheart Sung Hanbin, who's actually the number one overall ranked person like every single week. So he's pretty good. Now, of course, they got to show these guys struggling more than everybody else because they were like expected to be the best group there was, and it was closing out the episode. But Hanbin actually got moved to the killing part from the other guy who was doing it because. They were in like the little judging thingy. And he's like, I don't think you should do this. You should do something else. Like, And it was with uh, Yedem. And he's like, hey, you know, I don't know if this is good. We should switch it up and all this stuff. So Hanbin ended up getting the killing part. Then he came back and he's like, after they did the little second performance tryout run through thingy. And he's telling Yedem, he's like, you know, you don't stick out as much when you're not doing the center part or the killing part. Why'd you switch? And I'm like. Didn't you just tell him he should be doing a different part? Like, it's kind of weird. But it is what it is. They ended up switching. There was a big kerfuffle about Huey and his high notes. Because apparently he, like, wasn't feeling well. So he, like, couldn't hit the notes. And the judges were like, if you can't hit this, it's really going to, you know, tank everything. Like, this is going to be really bad. And he's just kind of sitting there, like, all sad. Like, oh, no. What am I going to do? Then, of course, they came out and did the performance. Honestly, if this 
you could have told me that this group performing right now was Pentagon, and I would have been like, yes, you were right, because it was a perfect performance. Maybe those perfect performance I've ever seen on any stage ever in the history of a performance show. Like, it was unreal. We were talking last week about how good Jay and his group did, K-Group, and how K-Group would come out and have to have a perfect performance to beat them. Let me tell you, they had a perfect performance and they beat them because it was not close at all. My goodness. The judges even didn't have anything to say. They, like, stood up and clapped and threw their clipboards on the ground. And they're like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. It's the only performance they said they wish they could see again. That's how good it was. Like, it was unreal. If anybody hasn't seen this, I highly suggest you look it up because it was mind-blowing. Good for those guys. Fully expect to see all those guys back in a couple weeks for another performance stage. But, overall, the performances weren't too bad. They never are. So, there's that. So, if you're worried about your favorite not doing well, most of them did pretty good. Probably 95% of them. Um, if you want to see these performances for yourself, so you can come comment and let me know what you think. I'm sure they're all available on YouTube at this point in time, so you usually get them up pretty quick. So after they did their performances, they all were like in a little room together. Well, I guess it's kind of a big room because all the groups are staying in there. And they were like showing like the groups like overall, like who won each round, like K group or G group or whatever's going on. And like I said, G group only won one, so they got trounced pretty bad in this. But it's still kind of early, you know, there's more time. But they showed which group, K group or G group is going to get the 10,000 benefit points. Which, in all of my experience watching these shows, never matters. It's just like an arbitrary number for like dramatic effect. But when K group got the benefit points, so the overall group that got the most points from all the fans combined for like, you know the most points total was actually the K group that did the NCT Dream Hot Sauce stage with 617 points, which actually, in comparison to other groups, is a lot of points. So they did really well. But there also is a second kind of trophy award, I guess. And you got to go on M Countdown and do a performance, like the actual show M Countdown. And the group that won that was the K group that did the backdoor performance. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, they deserved it. It was really good. I don't know how that beat a perfect performance from the Love Me Right stage, but I will say the backdoor stage was a close second to the Love Me Right stage. It was really good. The K group guys really blew away a lot of this episode. Like, I don't know. I feel bad for G group going into the next episodes because... They're eliminating almost like 50% of the field. But it is based on votes, so some guys are going to get saved. But, man, K-Group looked really strong. Like, if this was just like a head-to-head -head comparison of eliminating groups, the whole show would be K-Group right now. But there, there were some G-Group guys that really stood out and did good. They'll bounce back. Still got a lot of episodes left. But, yeah, that's my solo wrap-up of the Boys Planet episode. Little shorter episode than we normally have because, like I said, Justin's not here. He'll be back next week. Also, shout out to everyone who helped us get some intel and like behind the scenes information. We always like to hear that. I love reading you guys' comments on the YouTube channel, you know, explaining to us what we either missed or what you guys thought and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hope you guys are enjoying Boys Planet. We said from the beginning we weren't sure if we'd like it as much as Girls Planet, but boy, we are very invested right now. So can't wait to stay in this group once they become a thing. And be super disappointed at the live voting. But that's a whole nother episode. And until then, we will catch you guys later. Peace.